Wausau Cyclones Hockey is back. Don't miss Military Appreciation on Friday, October 22nd or Pink the Rink, Saturday, October 23rd. Puck drops at 710 both nights. Reserve your seats at WausauCyclones.com. Cyclones fans, Jake Seinholz back with you again for another episode, episode 14 uh, already this season. Can't believe it's been that many. We have a lot more in store for you in the uh, coming episodes and the coming months of the NA3 season. Uh, But right now we're going to focus on the home opener as it was a very exciting weekend at the Marathon County Ice Arena. Going to kind of just jump right into it as uh, we have... Uh, a lot that we cover on this podcast between Zach Surway, Coach Bailey, and then our players only segment with Pavel Bakhtin as well. But a lot to talk about over opening weekend. So I figured I would just jump right into it. Uh, if if you were able to join us at the Marathon County Ice Arena, part of one of the uh, 600 plus who joined uh, us and the Cyclones to watch a 6-0 victory over the St. Louis Junior Blues. We appreciate you if you're able to come down or if you hung out with us over on Hockey TV. Uh, if you couldn't make either Hockey TV or the game, hey, that's why we do this podcast uh, to get you involved and keep you up to date as well. Um, but the Cyclones are going to be home twice again this weekend, so another chance for you to come on out and see some Cyclones hockey. Or uh, again, uh, we're going to be dropping the puck both nights over on Hockey TV at six ten. Excuse me, seven ten p.m. Central. And uh, yeah, as I mentioned, over six hundred people in attendance on. Friday night and the Cyclones did not disappoint. They took care of business from the net on out. Uh, This game started as an absolute goalie show and honestly it stayed that way uh, throughout the duration even though the Cyclones were able to find the back of the net six times including one shorthanded goal by Zach Maupin. Um, Both goaltenders showed up ready to play and they both impressed. It was Brendan Cobb in net for the St. Louis Junior Blues making 35 saves on 41 shot attempts. But the story of the night, the number one player of the night, uh, everything was about Mitch Miskovich. 23 shot attempts, 23 saves, and he did it with style. Uh, was just That game was full of highlights. I'm going to have to go back through and uh, clip a bunch of highlights for personal use or just to really promote. And I would recommend Mitch uh, uses a lot of footage from that game for his personal highlight reel as well. Um, But if you're a goalie coach or a goalie scout, you would absolutely love what you saw out of Mitch Miskovich on Friday night. Um, He was playing with all sorts of confidence, uh, tons of aggression, um, was sure of himself, making precise movements, making quick movements, quick reactionary saves. Um, He was leaving his net to play the puck often, moving it up the ice uh, whenever he got the opportunity. And uh, most importantly, he was coming out, challenging shooters, making saves at the top of his crease. And uh, it was not an easy night overall. Uh, He did have to make, um, you know, about 15, 18 saves less than Brendan Cobb on the other end of the ice. But it was not an easy night for Mitch. He definitely earned that shutout victory. It was the second straight shutout victory for a uh, Coach Bailey coached team or Coach Bailey led team, however you want to put that. Uh, Last year, Joseph LaForge was able to do it, open up things with a uh, shutout at home. This year, it's Mitch Miskovich who opened things up with a shutout. So congratulations to Mitch. He improves on his already impressive numbers on the season, which why not? We'll just give you those numbers right now. Uh, He's got two wins and one loss on the resume. 
uh, to go along with one shutout, a 1.67 goals against average, and a 94.9 save percentage. Those are incredible numbers, folks. I don't care if you're playing mites, high school, uh, junior hockey, NHL, does not matter. Those are impressive numbers. He's seen 98 pucks come his way and has been able to get a piece of at least 93 of them. Um, so Mitch having himself a nice little season here early on, the goaltender out of Niles, Illinois. Uh, so that was pretty much the story. It was a goalie show until the second period, about halfway through the second period, when the Cyclones were able to figure things out uh, offensively. Nolan Gifford got the party started, assisted by Hayden Shoemake and Pavel Bakhtin. And uh, then a whole mess of goals coming after that. Gage Viersba and Hayden Shoemake scored within uh, 18 seconds of each other. Cullen Mooring, Zach Maupin, and Pavel Bakhtin all would net a goal of their own as well. Hayden Shoemake, by the way, uh, one goal and three assists on the night. If it weren't for Miskovic's shutout performance, Hayden Shoemake definitely would have been the number one player of the night, but his four points uh, earns him second star ratings. And then I believe I gave the third star to Nolan Gifford uh, because he scored the game winner in the second period. A little bit of, uh, I won't call it controversy, but a little bit of uh, unfavorable calls, I guess we'll call them, in the direction of the Cyclones. After a few big hits, uh, Griffin Lennis would uh, be ejected from the game just two minutes and 50 seconds into the second period. They called it a five-minute major for head contact, head contact. Excuse me. From my vantage point, it looked like a much smaller player just kind of had his head turned around, was not paying attention to Griffin, and uh, Griffin laid the a picture-perfect uh, open ice hit. It's exactly what you want to teach your kids when you're uh, talking about open ice hitting and open ice hockey. Uh, it was chest-to-chest, -chest and it was a solid hit, that's for sure. Uh, but Griffin Lenny is obviously a very big guy, and um, the, the uh, junior blue player that he hit was given up a significant amount of size, he was able to get up and was okay, which, of course, that's what matters the most. But Griffin Lennace would be ejected from the game, so he was not available Saturday. And then with uh, about halfway through the third period, so with about 10 minutes to go, Bowen Arola uh, would get into a little scrum in the attacking zone corner, and he would uh, get an unsportsmanlike conduct game, game misconduct as well um, to go along with a five-minute uh, major boarding penalty. So Bowen Arola... Uh, who we all know likes to play aggressively, likes to throw his body around out there, uh, likes to make his presence known. If you need a hit out of somebody, I, I can almost guarantee you, Bowen Arola, if you give him a shift or two, is going to deliver for you. But uh, he was called for a five-minute major boarding, so he was uh, ejected from the game as well. So the uh, Cyclones were down. Those two players on Saturday was a very clean game for the St. Louis Junior Blues. Only Jack Sumner went to the box and it was uh, coincidental with Blake Neal. So the uh, Junior Blues were not on the penalty kill a single time on Friday. Didn't really matter as they lost that game 6 to nothing anyway. But they came back ready to play on, on Saturday. Um, I, I had to give them all sorts of credit. I, I did on the broadcast, and I will right now. Um, they, Junior Blues went down immediately, 41 seconds into the game. Gage Viersba found the back of the net. Cullen Mooring just a few minutes later, and then Caleb Paquin less than two minutes after that. So six minutes and 15 seconds into the game, the Junior Blues coming off of a 6-0 loss. 
uh, are now down three to nothing. It's very easy to just roll over, very easy to go away. Um, just want the game over with and uh, get back on the bus uh, back to Missouri. But that is uh, the exact opposite of what the Junior Blues did as Michael and uh, I butchered this all weekend long and I did get the the okay from the coaching staff. They said they affectionately call him uh, Mikey G, but it was Michael uh, Gatsutsavili uh, who scored twice for the St. Louis Junior Blues at the 8-19 mark and then the 18-23 mark as well. So um, after complete domination by the Cyclones early, the Junior Blues uh, were able to pull it within one heading into the first intermission. And then it was scoreless for nearly the next 20 minutes until Pavel Bakhtin, 17 minutes into the period, uh, was able to uh, net another one. So a real good weekend for Pavel Bakhtin. That increased the lead to two, but not for long. Just a minute and a half later, Tommy Levine said, I'll take that one right back. Made it a three to uh, four to three game in favor of the Cyclones. Heading into the third period, the insurance goal tacked on by Aiden McDonald at the eight minute and two second mark. And that would be all she wrote as far as scoring. Uh, the Cyclones walk away, skate away uh, with a five to three victory on Saturday. Uh, was a lot busier as far as penalties on both sides of the ice. Uh, three, six, seven penalties called on the Junior Blues and five called on your Wausau Cyclones. Uh, in net was Espen Rieger for the Junior Blues. Uh, again, started off rough. I believe it was like three goals on eight shots or 11 shots or something like that, but then really settled in and played nicely the rest of the game. So Rieger made 38 saves on 43 shot attempts. Zach Dojan, uh, almost the same same story there as Dojan let in a few couple goals um, within a few shots in that first period. Uh, but then would only let one more in late in the second period and ended up making uh, an additional like 25 saves, giving him 32 saves total on 35 shot attempts. So Dojan, no surprise, settles in and gets himself another nice night. Uh, attendance at Marathon Park did decline a little bit after opening night, but we still uh, were very happy with the number and we hope once again to uh, see all of you out there this weekend for the Military Appreciation Night and Pink the Rink game, which you are going to find out much, much more about here in just a minute uh, via my conversation with Zach Surway. Uh, but that's that's what uh, it looked like, the home opening weekend against the St. Louis Junior Blues. Now the Peoria Mustangs come to town, and uh, Wausau was outscored two weeks ago down in Peoria 10-1 to on the weekend, obviously uh, hoping to maybe flip-flop those results as the Mustangs come up to Wausau for a two-game series this Friday and Saturday. Make sure you're following the Wausau Cyclones across all social medias. We're at whatever social media you like to use. Uh, you can find us at Wausau Cyclones. A lot of goal highlights uh, already posted this year. Uh, of course, we're going to keep doing giveaways and uh, other things. Keep up to date on um, players and results and things like that. Uh, you can find us at Wausau Cyclones. I am at Jake Sunholes on Twitter. Uh, make sure you like, rate, subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, and uh, screenshot it, send it to us. You're going to be entered in a drawing, a chance to win some of our great Wausau Cyclones merch. The merch is awesome, and the merch is going fast this year, uh, so make sure you get your hands on that if you are interested. We will obviously order more and have more throughout the season, um, but uh, who knows? Uh, could be could be one of a kind design that never comes back. So uh, make sure you uh, browse through the store any chance that you get. And uh, 
do those things. Uh, like, rate, share, subscribe, and uh, you're going to be entered for a chance to win something courtesy of the Cyclones. All right, I am uh, finished, I believe. Uh, thank you all for listening. As always, uh, appreciate all of you who share the podcast and uh, reach out and give us comments and positive feedback. Uh, we do this for the players. We also do it for the parents and uh, the fans alike. So we do appreciate all the feedback. I hope everybody uh, has a fantastic weekend, whether you come watch us play hockey or come watch the Cyclones play hockey, I should say, or not. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Hope to see you at the Marathon County Ice Arena. I'll be back with Zach Surway right after this. Hey, hockey fans. Head into Fleet Farm where you'll find everything you need. From tires to tree stands, drills to dog food, toys to tools, they've got it all. You can save even more at Fleet Farm when you join the Fleet Farm Rewards loyalty program. You get exclusive offers and it's totally free to sign up. Get everything you need at a low, low price at Fleet Farm. Shop in store or online today. Fleet Farm, proudly serving the Midwest since 1955. And welcome back to Inside Cyclones Hockey. Joining me now is the Director of Business Operations for the Wausau Cyclones, Zach Surway. Zach, we got a lot to talk about here today. Starting with, let's just start with last weekend was a very successful home opener. Uh, I know we raised uh, a lot of money for our community partner. We were also able to get uh, two wins under our belt for our home crowd. A lot of good stuff happening last weekend. Yeah, it was a really good um, atmosphere for all the fans and uh, it was great to see everyone uh, back at, at the rink again. You know, put, as you know, we put in all the work during the, the summer and uh, to get things where they are at um, going into the home opener. And it was really exciting to, to see everyone out and have a, having a good time uh, this past weekend. Uh, so let's start with, I already alluded to it, so let's start with the uh, community partner program. I know we are looking for uh, more partners and just honestly, we're just trying to raise money uh, for uh, nonprofits and places around the area. Um, over $1,000 raised during opening weekend. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that and how businesses can get involved. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a great, uh, simple way. I mean, essentially all you need is um, about two people to staff the, the check-a-buck table. You can also do a 50-50 raffle if, you, if you'd like. Um, and you just have to be a 501c nonprofit organization that's providing programs or services here in central Wisconsin. And uh, you just can uh, apply online and all you need to do to find that information is go to, uh, on the wassawcyclones.com and then click on the get involved tab and then you'll find the community partner program right underneath that. We are looking for some additional community partner um, program uh, partners of the night upcoming in the month of November. We're all full here for the all October games, but we are looking for some upcoming here in the month of November. And then obviously uh, our season runs all the way through March. So there's going to be, uh, even if November doesn't really work for you, there's going to be plenty of opportunities later in the NA3 season as well. Uh, so definitely contact Zach, head over to the website. Uh, if you know somebody uh, who could benefit from this or if you run a nonprofit, anything like that, we would love to help you out. Uh, an another uh, big thing that we are excited about here, raising more money for another great opportunity or another great organization and uh, for great causes is the Pink the Rink game. Of course, we got the Pink the Rink game coming up this weekend. Uh, the players are going to be wearing pink jerseys, customized jerseys to support um, breast cancer, and those are all going to be auctioned off. 
Zach, I know there was some further information released just a few days ago as far yeah. as how you can bid on those jerseys online and more. Uh, could you fill us in a little bit more about that? Yeah, we've we've uh, already had quite a few jerseys that have gone um, for sale, and then there's also some um, still remaining that you can uh, get your hands on. So all you have to do to participate in this is just head to wallsawcyclones.com backslash jersey auction. All the jerseys are going to be benefiting Aspirus Health Breast Health Assistance Fund. Um, those jerseys went on sale um, yesterday, and you can submit your bid for these one-of-kind jerseys. The minimum bids start at just $150, and the um, bid increments are $50 um, on top of that. The au online auction will be ending um, at noon tomorrow, so bidders uh, will be contacting those highest bid winners uh, following that auction to coordinate the uh, jersey delivery and all that good stuff. Um, so we have a, a couple of jerseys that are remaining. A couple actually that are, that are just blank extra jerseys. So if you want to uh, get yourself a, a certain number, we got number two, five, nine, um, and number 27, and then also a goalie, uh, number 33, that uh, is available if you'd like to just get a, a plain one as well. So will these pink jerseys have name patches on the back? I know last, uh, last week the home jerseys did not have name patches. Will these? These will. Um, so the ones that we have available currently um, with nameplates on the back is number 21, Hayden Shoemake, number 23, Jack White, number 26, CJ Zins, um, and number 28, Aiden McDonald, and then also uh, goaltender Ryan Burke. Um, their jerseys are available with their nameplates on them. All righty. And then uh, we've also got the uh, military appreciation night going on. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, military appreciation is always a, one of the special, most special games of the year. So all um, current um, service members and all veterans are able to attend that game for free tomorrow night. They can actually just head on, <coughs> excuse me, on the website and uh, go to wassellcyclones.com backslash ticks. And uh, they'll be able to reserve uh, those free tickets right on that link um, for that game. It's going to be a special night. We're going to be having a uh, veteran representing waste management uh, the sponsor of tomorrow night's game uh, dropping the ceremony first puck and then also make sure that you're in, the, in your seats we're going to be having uh, the first media timeout of the game around the 10 minute mark of the first period we're going to be uh, recognizing those um, veterans and current service members in attendance all right so another great weekend planned here coming up at the Marathon County Ice Arena. Of course, make sure you are signed up for our newsletter. Uh, still available uh, is uh, Founders Club. Not too late to uh, join in on that and take advantage of the best package available for the rest of the Cyclone season. But, Zach, I believe that's all we got today. So we hope to see you out at the Marathon County Ice Arena this weekend. Zach, thanks for your time. Go Clones. Go Clones. That is Director of Business Operations for the Wausau Cyclones, Zach Sirway. Don't miss a minute of Cyclones hockey this season. Catch all the action on HockeyTV.com. And welcome back to Inside Cyclones Hockey. Joining me now uh, is head coach of the Wausau Cyclones, Colin Bailey. And coach, uh, coming off the home opening weekend, it wasn't exactly easy all weekend long. Uh, you were short a couple of skaters on Saturday, but your guys took care of business and delivered two wins in front of the home crowd. Yeah, it was a very exciting, good home opening weekend. I'm glad we got to put on a good performance for uh, the home crowd got to show the, the, the town and the community kind of what we have going on here. Uh, and it's great to hear some excitement surrounding it and to see all the Cyclones clothing 
uh, all around the town has been super exciting. Yeah, uh, we got great merch this year. Um, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, I've seen it around town myself as well. And uh, there was a big crowd on hand both nights uh, this last weekend. So really hoping that continues throughout the season. And if you guys keep performing like that, uh, I'm sure it will. One uh, one thing that, that stood out to me uh, is the fact that you guys netted your second shorthanded goal of the season already. Uh, it made me wonder, is an aggressive penalty kill something that you kind of preach, or are the boys just reading things really well, You know, getting doing a good job getting uh, sticks in passing lanes and just creating opportunities like that? Yeah, we do preach a semi-aggressive uh, penalty kill. You know, Obviously, it depends upon our opponent, and we need to adjust accordingly. Um, but I believe the best best uh, defense is a you know a good offense as well, and you know control the game by with you know by playing aggressive defense. Um, so I mean, if we could you know get in there right away and, and prevent them from even establishing their setup in the power play, uh, I find that as a success. So I mean, we've been doing fantastic in the PK. Um, don't quote me. I, I want to say we're top in the league right now. I believe at ninety three percent. So that's been really exciting. Um, and it's good to see that they're working hard and their hard work's paying off because I believe that to be. A successful penalty kill, you just need to outwork the other team, and that's what they've been doing and finding success with it. Well, and I was going to say, too, I didn't look this up uh, 100% to confirm it, but I would think two shorthanded goals in seven, eight games, whatever it's been, it's got to be towards the top of the NA3 as well. It's got to be close. I mean, they've been doing great. That you know, This past weekend, uh, Zach Moppin had a fantastic, um, fantastic opportunity that just solely came from hard work, and he capitalized on that opportunity and absolutely buried. So it was super exciting for him. Um, and I was glad that he got a chance to get that monkey off his back and get that first junior goal. Yeah, and um, I've said it on the broadcast for, I think, like three years now. Your your teams have always seemed to put together uh, a very solid penalty kill. Yeah. And, um, obviously, you don't want them to have to uh, put it to use all the time. But, you know, when you get yourself in that situation, being able to rely on a penalty kill, especially over 90 percent, uh, that's just got to make you feel good as a coach. Um, let's let's talk about goaltending for a second, though. Uh Three wins, three of your wins have come via the shutout so far. Yep. Um, it was a second year in a row that, that your team has shut out their opponent during their home opener. Talk a little bit about your goalie group in general, but especially Mitch, because it seems like seems like me, Mitch Mishovich is a guy uh, who has used the NA3 in the exact way it was intended. Uh, he, has, he didn't really see much ice time in previous years, but uh, this year he's playing with some unbelievable confidence and aggression. Um, and making like every every save uh, routine or or uh, drastic, you know, of some big windmill saves, working really well from one post to the next, coming out and just living at the top of the crease, it seems like. Uh, what have you seen um, in his personal development, and how has he really been able to reach the level that he's at now? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'll say Mitch Miskovich is, is just a reminder of why we coach. Um, I, have, I have so much respect for that kid, and he – he has earned every single step of the way. Um, you know, he had a tough season last year where, you know, it was just kind of a thing where it was, he wasn't prepared um, or ready. He was very prepared, but he wasn't necessarily ready to be thrown into a game situation. I don't think as a coach, I would have been doing him any justice to do that. Um, and he just stuck with it every single day. He was here. He was all in on the team, you know, in, in a situation where 90% of kids these days would have probably just hung it up or find, found another place he stuck with it all summer long. He was in the gym five days a week. He was coaching his little brother's uh, little league team on top of it. If he didn't have a ride to the gym, he was he was Ubering there. He was finding a way no matter what. I mean, you know, the day after um, our Mason City main camp, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with this trainer as well. And I got a call, you know, hey, um, you know, Chris said, hey, you know, Mitch just called me. He played three games this weekend. He asked if he could be in the gym at 7 a.m. tomorrow. And, you know, that just kind of right there is a testament to what it is. And 
um, not only the physical work, but he put a lot of work into the mental game as well. And it's, it's just absolutely paying off. So um, I couldn't be happier for him to be getting the success. And there's no other person I think deserves it more than him just to see that pay, hard work really come off. Um, and I just respect him so much for, for all of that. And it's like I said, that's just a reminder of why, why we really coach and, and, you know, to see the, the hard work to pay off and the patience with the player to um, really pay off, like I said, and just see the development unfold in front of your eyes is just truly spectacular. Um, but all three of our goalies, I mean, it's this is the closest goaltender group I've ever seen. You know, typically it's, you know, it's not always like that when you got three guys competing for one spot, but um, every single every single goalie is, is right there. They are cheering each other on every step of the way. They are helping each other out in practice. Um, and we have three fantastic goalies, you know, and, and we expect to see Ryan Burke getting a start here soon. He's looked fantastic in practice. Zach Dojan is just shut down as well. Um, so, I mean, as a coach, man, that's such a great thing to not have to worry about. So, I mean, I couldn't be happier with them. I'm excited to see what their development, you know, continues to progress throughout the season, see them in big time situations like this and just see where that, where it takes them, you know, as their confidence continues to grow and they get this, this game time and just, you know, development, like we've been saying. And, it's probably my favorite thing that's happened so far this season. It's such an awesome clip. If you go back and watch the end of the home opener last Friday, uh, you can see on hockey TV after the final horn sounds, uh, Mitch secures his shutout. The first one there, the first one jumping into his arms was Zach Dojan, uh, literally left his feet and leaped into his arms. It was, it, it made me so happy to see, especially, you know, as a former goalie, but just the camaraderie there. Uh, one of my favorite things that's happened so far this season. But um, like I said, Mitch, just a perfect example of what the NA3 is meant for. If you really can um, dedicate yourself, you show that commitment, and you show you know how much you love the game, how willing, how hard you're willing to work, you can extend your career by probably three, four, five years or more. Absolutely, absolutely, and and it is you know they ca they call it the league of development or the ladder of development and everything else. And um, yeah, Mitch Miskovich is a perfect picture of of what it what it takes and what that perseverance and. Um, never quit attitude really, really pays off and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. just can't say enough about this group of goaltenders. Uh, so last question here for you. Um, you guys have a chance obviously for redemption against Peoria this weekend uh, after facing probably your toughest task a couple weeks ago, uh, down against the Mustangs. But more importantly, it's a chance to try and solidify yourselves in that third spot in the central division for a while. Yeah. And that's, you know, we, that's a really exciting thing. You know, we haven't put too much stake in where we're at, you know, in the playoffs or, or in the, you know, division standings. I believe if we stay focused on our, on our mission and the task at hand mentality and the win each day mentality that we've been preaching and focus on the process here, everything's going to come back and, and lay in, into place and we're going to be where we want to be. Uh, but going into this weekend, I, I'm very excited for the boys. I think they're all really excited to really get in front of a home crowd and, and they know we know what to expect now. We know that Peoria is a very good team. It's going to be a very good test for us. Um, you know, and it's going to be a good time for us to really work on some of the bigger things and, and staying positive, um, staying together throughout the entire game, keeping our feet moving, playing a full 60 minutes, you know, and never, never letting up. And uh, if we continue to just stick with it and be, you know, persistent with everything and, and do the details right, um, I believe it should be a good, good uh, outcome in front of a good crowd. Well, and one last thing I do have to mention, uh, just pop back in my mind, this weekend is a Pink the Rink game, obviously for a fantastic cause. I know uh, a few players are already um, trying to uh, figure out how they're going to be able to get their hands on those jerseys. They're going to be up for auction, um, all for a great cause. They Are they extra excited for this Pink the Rink game? Uh, what, what have you been t telling them or what have you guys been talking about, if anything, uh, regarding this game this weekend? 
Yeah, I think I think they're going to be excited. You know, I as far as it's you know concerned, it's it's just another game. You know, yeah, we are going to have different jerseys, but um, end of the day, it's you know we have a mission and and we need to continue to play our game and do the little things that we know make us successful um, and stick with that. And if we continue, like I've been saying, to trust the process and focus on um, the steps that we need to take to to secure that win and play the the necessary game that we need to. I think everything will be good. But yeah, as far as I'm concerned, just another game, just with cool jerseys for a good cause. All right, beautiful. And as as fans and listeners know, um, you're going to be able to bid on those jerseys and, and take them home all for a great cause as well. More details uh, about that previously in this episode with my conversation with Zach Surway. But coach, uh, I know you got some dry land and other stuff to get to, so I'm going to let you run. I appreciate your time. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, Jake. That is head coach of the Wassa Cyclones, Colin Bailey. Tommy's Express Car Wash has everything you need to keep your car clean. And with locations in both Weston and Wausau, it's never been more convenient. With their amazing conveyor belt loading system and license plate recognition technology, you can be in and out in three minutes or less. Plus, take care of the inside of your car with free vacuums and floor mat washers right there on site. Tommy's Express on Schofield Ave in Weston and Bridge Street in Wausau. All right, welcome back to Inside Cyclones Hockey. Uh, joining me right now, it is the first repeat guest that we've had on the podcast. He is also the current uh, owner or uh, creator, however you want to say it, of the NA3's Play of the Week, uh, which you can find on the uh, Cyclone social medias as well as YouTube. So let's start right there. Well, I guess I should introduce you first. Huh? It is number 15 forward uh, from West Bloomfield, Michigan, Pavel Bakhtin. And uh, Pavel, you were honored with the NA3's Top Play of the Week. It just came out yesterday. Uh that had to have been pretty cool, right? When you saw that, um, I was excited because I actually I was like, "Hey, number one player of the week," and I actually made a good call, so I, I was happy about yeah. that. But tell me a little bit about that honor and uh, just the play itself. I mean, what a beautiful play! This is boxed in, works it back. Oh, and there's the touch passing I've been talking about. How beautiful can it get? How beautiful can it get? Number fifteen, Pavel Bakhtin. Yeah, I mean, it's always good to get recognized um, on that level. Uh, number one player of the week is always pretty good. Um, couldn't have done it without my line mates, uh, Hayden Shoemaker and Luke Anderson. They made it happen. Ando uh, fed me a good good pass for the one-timer. So Yeah, and if you haven't seen the play, it was kind of uh, – it all happened quickly, but it was a lot of uh, great – touch passing a lot of just kind of feeling out and knowing where you guys were going to be kind of worked up from the goal line up to the blue line back to like the slot area back to the blue line and then they found you on the back door yeah, it was amazing uh yeah it really was amazing it was it was uh, great to watch and sometimes those kind of those plays kind of leave me speechless which is why i was just uh i was extra happy i was able to make a decent call um but again you you uh, all you listening should go check that out um you can find it on various uh various different platforms but Pavel as we always do uh start these off quick just tell me a little bit about your hockey history obviously um people that heard you on the last episode um probably have heard this already but for all the new listeners all the new fans tell me a little bit about when you started playing hockey um who kind of got you into it and when you really started to take things seriously and know that you kind of wanted to play after high school and things like that um so growing up ages like around two or three I was always around hockey. My brother and my sister both played, um, so I was always watching them. I was on skates before I could walk, actually. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, growing up, just a lot of hockey, um, normally based around Michigan. Last year was the first year I played out of state, 
I started out in El Paso, um, then got traded here in Wausau, and yeah. Well, and we're happy to have you back here for another year in Wausau. Um, uh, what what were a couple factors of, obviously, you want to keep playing hockey. Uh, I assume you enjoyed your time here in Wausau last season, but what were a couple factors that really made you uh, excited to come back, play for the Cyclones here in Wausau again this year? Well, Colin Bailey really hyped up the uh, – Coach Colin Bailey, he hyped up this season, um, so he got really, really excited. Um, the organization had a big turnaround, so I was really excited to come back. Yeah, and uh, you were one of the top scoring players last year. You're also uh, towards the top this year. I believe you're fourth in scoring currently um, with five points. Uh, but you do have one game-winning goal. You have a plus four, uh, a plus minus, which is second best on the team. You guys are currently third in the division. So you're putting together a pretty good season so far yourself and as a team. What are some of your personal goals uh, throughout the rest of the season and then also, obviously, team goals? Um. Personally, uh, points don't really matter to me. Um, it's always nice to get them, but as a team, I just want to win. Uh, win every game I can. Uh, big picture, make the playoffs, get a good run in. Yeah, pl- a playoff push would be yeah. amazing. Griffin said that last week, too. I was like, that's that's what I'm pushing for as yeah. well as a broadcaster. I'd love uh, to, especially if you guys could somehow host the game or just just be in the playoffs. I, w- I would love that. That would make me ecstatic. But something that stood out to me, um, here early, having watched you guys on the road, and then of course a couple of home games as well. Um, just the chemistry that this team seems to have. I mean, the forecheck runs super smoothly. Um, you guys have very precise passing. It just seems like you're anticipating where your teammates are going to be a lot. Um, other than that chemistry and obviously hard work, like what can you kind of attribute that to? Again, uh, Coach Colin Bailey, he put together a lot of team bonding for us early in the season. Kind of forced us to be together 24/7. So we really got to know each other that way and. It was for the better, so. Yeah, and can you tell, like, as a hockey player, like, that camaraderie off the ice, does it, it really translates onto it, too, as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, I guess good on good on Coach Bailey, uh, getting, yeah. the, getting the best out of you guys. But um, like I said, Pavel, we've, we've talked in the past, so if people want to know a little bit more about you and things like that, they can go back uh, and listen to that old episode. But as far as uh, this one, that's pretty much all I got. Again, congratulations. Um, on the top play of the week and looking forward to seeing you play the rest of the season sweet thank you you bet that is number 15 forward pavel bakhtin